You see, when our finances are out of control, it's a symptom of an out-of-control life. When we tithe, we demonstrate that we have some control. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I don't know about you, or maybe it is just me, but does it seem like there's just never enough money? Do you feel like you're just out there trying to make a living, but the pressure to take care of everything from health care to taxes, which is coming up, is just overwhelming? Does anybody feel like that? Well, I want to tell you that the pressure that you're feeling is so common that just about all of us can relate to it. In fact, speaking of taxes reminds me of a story about a businessman who's on his deathbed. He calls his best friend over and says, I want you to promise me that when I die, you will have my remains cremated. Okay, says his friend, what do you want me to do with your ashes? And the businessman says, Just put them in an envelope and mail them to the IRS and write on the envelope, now you have everything. Well, it's true, too many of us are so used to living in this constant financial pressure cooker to the point where at times there's a feeling of hopelessness that we'll never know an easier time. Well, God knows I don't have the secret for working out all your financial issues this morning, but I do know that while God uses money to test us and to see how spiritually mature we are, He doesn't want us to be drowning financially, and He's given us several very useful bits of wisdom through His Word to relieve this pressure and stabilize our finances. It's very simple. The first thing we need to do is understand what our real financial situation is. And to do that, we have to be willing to apply some math to it. We can't get it under control until we resolve our current status. The Word says, know the state of your flocks and herds. Now, back then when they wrote this, everybody was a farmer or a rancher. Okay? But I relate to this because... We have two dogs that cost almost as much to raise as our kids did. That's our flock. Okay, but once we understand our current situation, then the next thing we have to do is to plan our spending, and this is easier said than done. But you have to realize that because financial freedom is rarely based on income, 
but it's based on what we spend. If we have bad spending habits, then it doesn't matter how much we make. Proverbs says, plan carefully, but if you act too quickly, you'll never have enough. Now, to do this, we have to identify our spending weaknesses. Now, this is going to hit home because most of us have spending weaknesses, and those are the things that you really don't have to have, but you go ahead and buy them anyway. We just have to remember that old saying, the most important things in life are not things. My wife, God love her, she'll tell you that old impulse shopping is a weakness of hers. And I often accuse her of graduating from the University of Nordstrom's because of all the hours that she's logged in there. But until we put a number on what we spend and stick to it, we just won't make any progress. And the third thing that will do the most is to stabilize your finances, believe it or not, is to simply tithe. God said in the book of Malachi to test me in this and I'll open up the windows of heaven for you and pour out all the blessings that you need. You see, when our finances are out of control, it's a symptom of an out-of-control life. When we tithe, we demonstrate that we have some control. When we tithe, we make a powerful statement that's meaningful to God and meaningful to ourselves. Tithing makes a statement of gratitude for everything that God has given us. We make a statement of priority that God is first with our finances. And we make a statement of faith in His promise that He's going to take care of us. The Lord won't continue to bless us if we aren't practicing some stewardship. The Lord won't continue to bless us if we are, are not practicing some stewardship and some control over our finances. And as surely as I'm talking to you this morning, I'm talking to myself. I'm asking God to forgive me for some of the unwise and careless decisions that I've made in my life. And I'm asking Him to help me go forward using the wisdom of His Word. And I believe if we will just trust Him, then something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Up next, no matter where you are and no matter how you feel, you need to know that Jesus is with you. He'll never leave you. Jesus is always with you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. 
EmbraceGrace.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. How many know that God is good this morning? You know, the older I get, the more I know about what goes on out there in the world. The more I look forward to coming to church on Sunday. Does anybody else feel like I do? I mean, I know that God is out there too. But for me, it's easier to feel His presence in here. And I think that that's one of the main reasons that we love to come to church. is because it's easy to feel God's presence. It's a very natural thing to worship and praise God together. But I want to encourage some of you today who are struggling to feel like God is with you out there. You know, out there, it's a jungle. Out there, it's a rat race. Out there, there's a lot of noise. And we know that God is with us out there. But sometimes, if we're honest, it doesn't feel like it. And we go through things out there that doesn't seem to have anything to do with advancing the purpose of our life through Jesus Christ. So I know that there are many of you who are going through stuff right now. And I really want to encourage you by reminding you that God is there. And that our commitment to Christ is based on our faith, not on our feelings. We love it when we feel God's presence. But it's important to understand that God is with us whether we feel His presence or not. We're assured of this promise a number of times. In Matthew, the Lord said, Be sure of this, I am with you always even to the end of the age. You see, He's there, even when we don't think so. Some of you may remember the story about the only survivor of a shipwreck. He washed up on some deserted island. And he was thankful to be alive, and he prayed to God each day that he would be rescued. But the days turned into weeks, and then months. Eventually, he managed to build a small wooden hut to protect him from the elements. And one day, while he was out looking for food, lightning struck his hut, and he returned to find it bursting into flames. He was distraught. Everything was lost. He had given up hope. But when morning came, he was awakened by the sound of an approaching ship. Finally, he was rescued. He asked the captain, how did you find me? And the captain said, we saw a lot of smoke yesterday. And we followed it straight to this island. You see, it doesn't matter how we feel. He's there. It doesn't matter what we're going through. He's there. Your situation may seem to go from bad to worse. But our Heavenly Father is still right there. 
He's watching over us. His son Jesus is right there, walking beside us. He's reachable. He's approachable. He's able to confide in and lead us through our situation. And on our other side is his Holy Spirit, able to penetrate and activate his will and purpose in our life. So listen, it's our faith, not our feelings, that we have to trust. Let me say it again. It's our faith. It's not our feelings that we trust. Our faith is based on and built on truth. Our faith isn't blind. Because we have experienced His presence. We've seen the truth of His Word carried out in our lives and in others. And our faith gets stronger as we witness these facts. We've seen miracles. We've seen supernatural intervention in impossible situations. Our faith isn't raw, baseless faith. It's real. Our faith is real. It's like knowing the heat is, heat is on in here because it's warm. He's there. Whether you're feeling it or not, and let me tell you that when you submit your life to Christ and live by faith, you have the assurances that the Apostle Paul is talking about when he said, Who shall, shepherd, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble? Our hardship? Our persecution? Our famine? Our nakedness? Our danger? Our sword? He goes on to say, No. In all these things, we are what? We are more than conquerors through Him who loves us. It's our faith that sees us through our trials. Because when we're going through it, sometimes that's all we have. We don't understand why we're going through it or how we're going to get through it. But because of our faith, we can know we will come through it. You know, our, our survivor on that desert island, he thought that when his hut burned down that it couldn't get any worse. But he was rescued because of his tragedy. So today I want to, you to remember that no matter what you're going through, he's there. He's there for you. You may find him here, but by faith, no matter where you are, or whether or not you feel his presence, you know he's always there. Jesus is always there. Say that with me. Jesus is always there. Have you ever felt completely exhausted physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Stay with Bobby to learn that God's plan for you is to recover and make a comeback to be stronger than ever before. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy. 
candy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. I want to talk to you for just a moment to anyone out there who is tired. And I don't mean just physically tired. But those who are really, really tired. I mean who feel like giving up tired. Like can't seem to get a break. No matter what I do, tired. I mean you're tired all over. Your body's tired. Your mind is tired. And your spirit is tired. In just the last few weeks, I've encountered some loved ones and friends who are in this condition. And I want you to know that if you're here and you're out of gas, the first thing I want to tell you is I am so glad that you came to church today. And the next thing that I want to tell you is that being exhausted physically, emotionally, spiritually, it's not exclusive to you. But just about all of us have experienced a similar condition in our life. In fact, just raise your hand if you've ever been completely out of gas. (laughs) So the fact is, it happens to most of us. But when we're going through it, the most important thing is to recognize the symptoms and look to the Word of God for direction on how to come through it. Because you need to know this. It's God's plan for you to recover and to make a comeback and be stronger than before. Now, Elijah of old was a great man of God and a great prophet. And Elijah ran out of gas. And after God had come through for him in this huge way, the queen threatened him. And Elijah just ran away. He ended up in the desert alone, exhausted, in tremendous strife. And do you know how God dealt with Elijah? He sent an angel to feed him. God didn't scold Elijah or call him a coward because he ran. Because Elijah's problem at that moment was he was just physically and emotionally exhausted. And God's remedy for that moment, was simply rest and nourishment. So the first thing that we need to understand is that we have to take care of ourselves. And this is also important. When you have a loved one or a friend who has run out of gas, that in addition addition to prayer, God's plan for recovery starts with rest and nourishment. And the second thing we can do to help us recover is to unload everything on the Lord. And after Elijah, he got some rest and he got some food. He went to a mountain and he slept in a cave. And in the morning, the Lord said, Elijah, what are you doing here? And Elijah just poured it all out. He was frustrated. He felt like a failure. He complained to God. And God just let him get it all off his chest. Then God showed Elijah an amazing character trait that he possesses. And that is with all the unlimited power that he has, he can speak to those he loves with just a whisper. 
and we'll know it's him talking to us. I'm not suggesting that you go and sleep in a cave when you're all stressed out. But it's not only okay to take your impossible, stressful situation to the Lord. But listen, he expects you to do that. And finally, the way to recover from being physically and emotionally drained is to allow God to give you new direction in your life. Now, many times God actually uses these meltdowns as a tipping point so he can get through to you about your next assignment. When Elijah had recovered physically and he had gotten all his problems off his chest, only then was he ready to receive new instructions from the Lord. And that's when God sent him back on his mission to fulfill his destiny. You know, the story of Elijah has always been inspiring to me because Elijah was no different than you or I. He saw God do mighty things in his ministry, but he still had the same fears and weaknesses that we wrestle with today. And even more revealing in Elijah's story is what links the Lord will go to to nurture a relationship with the people he loves. So no matter what you're going through today and how powerless you may feel, I want you to know that you may not feel like it, but your, your situation is temporary. Dr. R.T. Kendall, who stood right here only a month ago, he said it this way. It ain't over till it's over. Here's a little epilogue about Elijah. After Elijah had his encounter with God in the desert, centuries later, in the book of Luke, the disciples Peter, James, and John went with Jesus to the mountain to pray. And the word says that two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. Did they say Elijah? The one who had had enough? Elijah, the one who was ready to quit, the one who ran when he couldn't cope? Yes, Elijah, the one who, just like you and me, God will restore and refresh and renew our lives in Jesus' name. So thank you, Dr. Kendall, for reminding us that it ain't over till it's over. And he said this, it ain't over yet. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. 
Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.